So we're discussing Shabbos. We're discussing the Chinuch for Shabbos. And we spoke about last time is uh, how a person that maybe without realizing it could create <coughs> a negative association with Shabbos. And if that's the case, rather than doing what you want to do, that is make Shabbos a day that someone looks forward to and something that's special and something that's enjoyed. Something that a kid hates, scared of, doesn't is embarrassed by, feels restrained by, and in that case we we're doing damage because it's just going to create a negative connection or association with Shabbos. And therefore, we spoke about last time what needs to be avoided. What I want to talk about today is the other way around. What a person can do to bedafka to make Shabbos something which is uh, the highlight of the week. Shabbos is something which is special and and uh, therefore the the ikachinach is. The, like the Pasuk says and the Gemara says in that that it means that the whole week long a person looks forward to Shabbos and therefore what the Chinuch is meant to be that the whole week long a person looks forward to Shabbos now uh, what does a person do to in Shabbos to enjoy that that's what they're going to look forward to so this is some a general question and that is uh, there isn't one answer what people enjoy but whatever a person enjoys, so then they have to find, so to speak, a, a way that Shabbos is going to provide them with that, with that enjoyment. For example, for some people, uh, generally in the camp of women or girls, right, what they enjoy is getting dressed in fancy clothing. And if that's the case, so then the special thing called Big Day Shabbos. It applies to us men as well. In other words, if a person for sure feels better if he's wearing a smarter suit, a nicer tie, whatever it could be, so that's the case. So if there's an enjoyment in clothing, then that's meant to be for Shabbos. And a person's meant to have special clothing for Shabbos. Uh, if uh, that Mishnah Bura says that even if you're talking about somebody who's poor to the extent that they only have one item of clothing to wear, right? but then they should wash it every area of Shabbos. Because it might not be different clothing, but it will be clean clothing. And then a person looks forward to that. That's, that's something special for Shabbos. Uh, is it, then this is an important point. Again, for someone who appreciates clothes, that's what makes a day for them. That's, that's uh, special. So then, something, to, something to, to, to make special Shabbos clothing. Now, very often people ask about kids. They say, like, kids are growing. Every few months they're changing sizes. So to buy a Shabbos dress, which is going to use for three months, and then it'll be too small. So it's not a waste of money. And the answer is no. If for some, if 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 for, if for her, that's Shabbos, and that's what she looks forward to. She has a Shabbos dress. Then okay, that's the way you teach them to look forward to Shabbos. And it gets too small. Okay, so buy another Shabbos dress. That's something. That's that's on that. That's in, in for somebody who that's for them the the the, the biggest, so to speak, enjoyment of, of Shabbos. Then of course the person should spend money on that. That's what's going to make Shabbos for them. I've seen the other way where, where parents like, force on a child to wear certain clothes, force Shabbos and the kids. No, I won't talk about that. But uh, therefore, obviously, that part is true as well. And that is the point of, of Shabbos clothing. is something that uh, is going to be a source of simcha, a source of enjoyment. Now, <coughs> and therefore, we said last time, if a parent dresses a kid in Shabbos clothes and says, right, now you can't go outside, you can't play, you can't eat chocolate, you can't touch anything which has to show my dirty or Shabbos dress, so no one's going to enjoy that. You, you, you've put them in jail. Uh, they, can't, they can't do anything a kid would want to do. And therefore, 
On the one hand, yes, it's important to dress children in a way that they, they're happy with how they look, they're excited to wear Shabbos clothes. On the other hand, there can't be something which is, a, again, becomes something which is restraining, something which is oppressive, something which they feel that they can't do what they want to do because they have to worry about their Shabbos clothes. And if you talk worried about clothing which is going to get ruined, and it's very simple. You find clothing which they want to wear, but isn't that delicate and doesn't have a, have this, like this very, uh, so to speak, uh, fine, fine lace border which is going to get torn as soon as, as, soon as it uh, catches on something. Fine shabbos clothing which they're happy with and, is, uh, and can withstand what normally children do. But uh, you, don't, you can't expect a child to be like a doll on a display model for the whole shabbos. They're not going to touch their clothing or not any, do anything to dirty themselves. That's shabbos. It's, uh, one has to do both, can for both. That's one area. The second area people often enjoy, supposed to everybody, is food. And we said this last time already, and therefore, if there's food that a person enjoys for Shabbos, so then there's a thing in the Gemara already. A person should keep that food for Shabbos. Now, what, what is that food? So, whatever the person enjoys. And therefore, if, uh, whether it's going to be real food, whether it's going to be candy, whether it's going to be cake, whatever it is that a person enjoys, if that's, the, if that's your favorite, keep it for Shabbos. It makes Shabbos something that a person looks forward to, and that's a way to do that. A way to do that, making Shabbos something a person looks forward to, is because they look forward to what they're going to eat on Shabbos. Uh, I can remember when we were back from Yeshiva. Okay, I remember the Mashkiach was chatting about how Bachim each other during the week. He said, You've been with Bachim Shabbos for your day. You know, if you talk and enjoy it so much, keep it for Shabbos. Why are you doing it in the week? Then it's not something you look forward to for Shabbos anymore. So, okay, maybe that's a target. But, uh, but the, sorry? Don't say it's Okay. But it's not. To be sure that you know how to do it, like on Shabbos, you've got to learn it. No, 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 no. Everyone knows how to eat. There's no one else to learn how to do it. But whatever it is that a person enjoys, so keep a Shabbos. Now, I'm saying uh, not just a Kul, I'm saying a Khumra too. In other words, of course, the foods you like, you're going to have on Shabbos. But what I'm saying is, there should be a certain food you only have on Shabbos. You don't have it during the week. That makes it something to look forward to for Shabbos. So, for example, if you want to, uh, some people, if they're going to only eat chocolate on Shabbos, then chocolate. Something to keep for Shabbos. That's a special Shabbos treat. And if you only eat chocolate in the week also, then keep fancy chocolate for Shabbos. Some of you are sometimes, well, it's not for the for children so much, but for adults. The person wants to live at a chaim. So only on Shabbos. If you're talking in Shabbos, keep it for Shabbos. Make it something which is a, Shabbos, a special Shabbos thing. And if, you, if a person, for whatever reason, needs to have a in the week, then so keep a special, a special bottle for Shabbos. In other words, you're meant to upgrade Shabbos. It's meant to be something to look forward to, and not because, because I also eat well on Shabbos, but something better than I have the whole week. It's something to look forward to about it because it's something better. Leftovers. On Shabbos? Yeah, you have, you have a special meat, let's say, special meat, special whatever you want, you keep for Shabbos, you can't keep it for the next Shabbos. I know, well, afterwards, leftover on Shabbos is beside it, but uh, you're not going to make it for yourself in the week. You're not going to go to look to eat in the week. It's something which is special for Shabbos. And therefore, it should apply to children too. Which means I'm not just saying that they should have foods that they want to have for Shabbos, but there should be foods that you only have for Shabbos. And then a child understands, this is the Shabbos food, you wait for Shabbos. That's going to create anticipation. That's going to get anticipation. I'm looking forward to Shabbos. That's when I get what I want. That's, uh, that's the second point. And that is uh, whether it's, whether it's get to food. And uh, same thing uh, for children. Sometimes the, the ability that they have more time, they're, 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 especially with children already in school, but uh, they have more time to play. They don't have the same rigid schedule of lessons or listening to classes, whatever it's going to be. So yes, that's also part of Shabbos. And therefore, if that's the case, so then... The parents who want to get the kids out to have Shabbos often and enroll them in all kinds of learning programs, whatever it is, that's the thing. Right? It could be for the kid, if, again, I'm not saying this is a rule for everybody, 
but for some kids, I do but the fact that they look forward to their own free time also. I'm talking about older kids who maybe who don't need the structure as much, so that, that's Shabbos for them, just like for adults. The fact that they don't have their regular schedule, that they, have it, and they, have, they can do things that they want to do different to normal, that's also part of the Oynigo Shabbos. And maybe the other way around. In those places where they have Avosavonim or other organ, uh, activities like that, which are, are things that children want to do, and that's a special uh, Shabbos activities, and that also makes Shabbos special. Whatever it's going to be. Like I said, how a person enjoys Shabbos is different from person to person. How a person enjoys Shabbos will depend from person to person. Whatever, the, whatever it is that a person thinks, this is what I look forward to, this is what I enjoy, this is what I find special, so give for Shabbos. And even though we're talking about Chinuch now, but for all the Tumir Chachomim, that they used, to, they used to learn Kabbalah only on Shabbos. Firstly, a person's Bokadosh then, but also, it's a certain Gishmak, so he waits for Shabbos to like, have a Seder to learn something different, it makes a, a, a different kind of Hanoi on Shabbos also. So whatever's Negev, whatever's practical, that's person, you see that someone enjoys, and there's even children. If there's something especially enjoy, then we made it, that, that keeping it for Shabbos means that it makes a, a person look forward to Shabbos. Yes, there is. Shabbos night, so it's like the whole family. The question is, do you want the kids to associate Shabbos with board games? Like in their minds, when they grow up, Shabbos is special because all the whole family plays board games. That's yeah, a good question. So let's talk about that. Now, um, and just one, with a, one step in before, and then we'll get to it. Now, the next point is, besides for individual things, the person enjoys eating or dressing up, or whatever it's going to be, um, another thing, which is a gift for a lot of kids, and that is if the whole week you have a very tight schedule, the bedtime is 6 o'clock or 6.30, whatever it is, so I'm not talking about a baby, but the kids are a little bit older, the fact that they can stay up later and be part of Shabbos, so that's also something they look forward to. And which is why, um, again, I'm not saying as a rule, but I'm saying as a, something to think about, and that is people, especially when in the summer, Shabbos is later, people have the Indian that not, our kids have to be in bed by 6.30, and if that's the case, oh, Shabbos only comes in at 7, it's not too bad, they'll go to sleep before, before the Suda. It's not always such a clever thing. It's not always such a clever thing. Because, I don't know, that means six months of the year the child's not seeing Shabbos. He's asleep before you never saw Kedish, he doesn't see how much he doesn't see the Shabbos, he's asleep already before that. So again, um, a baby, one, two, maybe even under three, it's not Nagay, maybe he doesn't realize it yet. But a child over that, I don't know, you're losing out on Shabbos like that. You don't want him to only remember Shabbos from, from the winter and in the summer he forgets there's such a thing. And then it might be, oh, it's a change of schedule, okay, so that's part of Shabbos. Keep up with later, you can also experience what it means to be. To, to see the Shabbos table, it's also something to look forward to, whatever it is. It's, it's not something which, either we want to put our kids to sleep, but they miss the whole thing. That they, that they insert putting the Shabbos because they brought them in pajamas, they, they fall asleep before Kiddush, and then they, they haven't seen Shabbos. We want to do the other way around. We, we want them to experience Shabbos, we want them to look forward to Shabbos. Now, there's another aspect of Shabbos also. And besides for individual things that a person enjoys, there's also the mile of spending time as a family, which as a family gets bigger and older, it happens less and less because people are busy and everyone during the week has their own activities and their own uh, obligations. And so, so the time to, to, to spend time together as a family and is, wouldn't happen if it wasn't structured uh, like we have in Shabbos. And uh, as everybody knows who's uh, had the experience of hosting on from guests at a Shabbos table, just the idea that a whole family can sit together for a meal, is a, that's already an eye-opener. Because without, without the Shabbos experience, it doesn't happen. People are busy, people do their own things. There isn't that central thing which brings people together. And it's a very valuable thing. 
which means that something which, which if it's if the Shabbos meal is a positive experience, the Shabbos uh, t- t- table is a positive experience. People look forward to it. It's the only time the whole family is together. Whether it's to talk together, whether it's to sing together, whether it's to discuss things, depending on the age of the children, depending on the age of everyone around the table. So it's meant to be like that. And then once again, once once that that's the point that people look forward to, then don't take it away from them, because that's what to look forward to. Now, if this is the only time that they have to have their parents' undivided attention, if it's the only time they have to that everyone is relaxed, no one's in a rush to finish, hurry up, we have to go somewhere else. Don't take it away from them. And therefore, and this is important. Even if a person hosts guests, don't ignore your children. This is the Shabbos for them also. And, and they think it's like, you know, they look forward to the Shabbos meal because it's a time to spend time with their parents. And now because they're guests, and then they get ignored and they get forgotten about, so it's not a good thing. They'll feel they're losing Shabbos. Now again, I'm not saying a person can't host guests, but I'm saying a person shouldn't forget about his children. And therefore, it's true that you can talk to the guests also, but there should be time. If there's a quiz, then I always tell a story to the children, or I talk to them about the day in the week, always sing songs together, whatever it's going to be. Don't, don't, the guests can wait a bit. Nothing will happen if they listen for a few minutes while you talk to your children too. And why? Because if that's what's important about Shabbos, so then, don't get, then it's, it's something which you have to maintain. You, can't, you don't want them to lose the Shabbos. And... Uh, uh, this is, will, d- will depend on everybody's individual circumstances but how often to host guests or if it's always one meal that a person keeps for his own family or however it's going to be or the person's thing for himself but the assumption should be that as much as an Indian in the midst of and it could be used as an opportunity to teach other people or whatever it might be but it shouldn't be in a way where you, your children feel that they've lost what Shabbos could give as a family opportunity which they don't have now if a, what about times out of the service if you get to what spoken before, doing Shabbos activities together. So this is already something a bit more tricky because the question is that on the, what, what the activities which people do on Shabbos might be uh, different, obviously, age-appropriate, depending where what stage a person is holding by. And if that's the case, where even though there are things which might be the right thing to do on Shabbos for a little child, for somebody older, it's not such a good thing, whether it's else of the Dachol, whether it's else a Shailov, if it's a... Uh, if it's considered uh, or whatever the case might be. So there are things like that which maybe little kids, we don't have a problem if they want to play with toys or do things, but to, to play with them, is this already a problem? Now, Agav, the, on the topic of playing toys on Shabbos, uh, one has to be careful. There are Yisurim in playing toys also. One has to know that Allah is trying to get. Some toys is the Yisur of Binyam Some toys is the Yisur of Asiyas Oil. Some toys is the Yisur of Asiyas Oil. Some toys is the Yisur of Koisif. Not just writing, but making shapes and things. It's also a problem, of course. You're putting together a puzzle, and there are words in the puzzle. So you're putting together the pieces which make up the words. That's a problem, of course. And therefore, there are lots of there are potentially room in games and toys. And therefore, this is just a parenthetical. Notice before you play kids with your kids' toys and Shabbos, you have to make sure there's no room involved in playing with the toys. Besides, for the regular room of boyer or mukta or things like that, that's a, that's a different category. But even without that, there's also an element of there's also an element of what's appropriate for Shabbos, not appropriate for Shabbos. Now, for little kids, that's what they can do. So therefore, that's appropriate for Shabbos. For older people, so then they're meant to be playing the same games on Shabbos. Maybe they should be doing things on a more level, or learning, or, or discussing Torah, whatever it is. And here comes the question. And that is, uh, if, for a little kid, is that what he wants to do on Shabbos? He wants to play with his toy soldiers. 
So I want to play with him. That if, if that's for him, if that's Einig Shabbos for him, all he's going to think is this is why we spend Shabbos. And if it's going to be uh, all the kids, they're going to play chess on Shabbos. So again, it's not a problem. It's not us to play chess on Shabbos. But if I'm going to play with him, then they're going to think that's the ideal way to spend Shabbos. What's the right balance? What's the right balance? So. Being as not, we're not talking about things now, also. we're talking about those times which are multiplied. This is in the spirit of Shabbos or not. So it's a hard question, and it depends on, uh, it depends on the stage the child's holding by. Because if, it's, if, if, the, if the child's old enough to understand that, uh, you know, that, that <coughs> even though it's, there's no problem with what he's doing, but you know, when, he, when he grows up, he won't be doing it anymore. So then if, if I'm growing up, I shouldn't be doing it with him. I can any play. He can have his friends over and they can play together, but I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's good for you, but I'm not going to do it. If a child's too young to understand the difference, <coughs> like little kids, so I don't have to, well, if you're going to play, why can't you play with me? Why can't you help me play? Whatever it is. So in a case like that, and there's no problem to, 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 you know, to, to share the activity with them. That's, uh, that's the second point. What's a bigger problem, especially with older kids, is that, Obviously, Shabbos is a time for discussion, whatever it is. But, of, of course, it has to make sure that the discussion is always something which is not going to be negative. Because if the result's going to be, I'm not even talking about Yisurim now, you're going to Lashon Hara or getting into Mechlekes or things like that. But if the result of a family discussion is going to be that some, that argumentative, and therefore somebody always comes off losing, so then it's not a positive feeling. No, that's like a, the, the weekly family argument doesn't do anybody any good, right? Obviously, if you want to make a, a time for discussion, it has to be something which is a positive discussion. And even if people have different opinions, okay, so then you have to be a good mediator. That uh, we know we're not coming to get into an argument. We're not coming to rights and wrong. So it's a way which which everyone can appreciate or enjoy a discussion, which isn't going to leave anybody feeling bad. Okay, so the first one we said is that provide those things that a person enjoys for Shabbos for Shabbos. And that that way a person is someone to look forward to Shabbos for. Because to appreciate Shabbos as Shabbos needs a certain level of ruchnius, which for sure kids aren't holding by yet. Maybe some tzaddikim are holding by the level that they appreciate the ruchnius of Shabbos. Most people appreciate Shabbos for physical things. And so they have to get up early in the morning to go to Shkodal, and so that they have a good kiddush after davening, and so that they enjoy the, the, the challenge, and so that they enjoy the, you know, getting dressed up, and so that they have an active free time, whatever the case might be. But most people enjoying about Shabbos isn't ruchness. It's a certain dagger that a person has to get to. And therefore, children are different. You want them to enjoy Shabbos, so you've got to give them the things they enjoy, but not just on Shabbos. It's something to look forward to. You wait for Shabbos to get it. And if you take them to the store and you buy it on Tuesday or Wednesday, whatever it is, then it's waiting for Shabbos. And then they look forward. When's the Shabbos? We're looking forward to Shabbos. That's the first one of what I'm saying. And that is how to create an expectation that a person looks forward to Shabbos. And now we come to the second part. And this is something which is very important. And I'm going to preface this with the Ha'ara, which we, I came to a few weeks ago. It's a very interesting thing. And that is, if you look at how Kodesh Baruch gave us the mind in the Midbar, so we know that every single day Hashem sent the man. Oh, it's, each day was a new nace. And, but it had to be every day because it comes the, the, the middle of the day, the man melts and then he's left and you have to wait new, for tomorrow for the new man. And the Gemara asks, why can Hashem send the man once a month? Once a year? And it's just a miracle anyways. Let it just stay fresh. And people have a, a piece of man every day. They have a store of man. You don't have to do the nace every single day. What for? And the Gemara says, no, nah, Hashem didn't want that. 
Hashem wanted that every single day a person has to get one. Why? Why? Because that way every day a person goes to bed thinking, what am I going to eat tomorrow? I'm going to eat. Hashem, please send this to me. And therefore it makes more of a feeling of connection to Hashem because people need Him every day. Whereas if I have a year's supply of money in my, in my, uh, in my tents, so then I don't need Hashem. I'm good for the next year. And therefore because Hashem wanted people to have that bitachon, so that's why He didn't, uh, he, he didn't send a, a big supply of money. He sent money on a daily basis. So the child is asked, what happened on Shabbos? Comes Shabbos, no one fell on Shabbos. No one fell on Shabbos, why? And therefore one fell on Friday, and there's enough for Shabbos too. Why couldn't one fall on Shabbos? Why can't get one on Shabbos also? Alright, if he has a bitachan every day, Shem will send him one to have on Shabbos also. What would be the Isra if one fell on Shabbos? So if you think about it, there's two Isra in one. Noida is the Lion Drabonans, the Lechad wasn't again in the Midbar. There are two Isra in the Rice in the month. The one Isser was uh, cooking the man. Artificials uh, the The other Isser is uh, if they had to bring the man from the Rosh Hashanah, which was the street, into their tents. Now the Shaila is, one second, uh, where did the man used to fall? Where did the man used to fall? And the answer is, depends for who. For a Sadiq, it fell on his doorstep. For a Rosh, it fell on the other side of the camp. So who is the problem of carrying on Shabbos? It's like on his doorstep, you know, it's like two mechitzes, it's on his rishisiyach, it's fine. Hello, what? The problem is the Russia. The Russia that his money fell on the other side of the camp, now I have to carry it from the other side of the camp to here, I'm carrying it through Rishisarabi. So I mean, I can't do that on Shabbos. And somebody here to cook the man. The Chazal tell us, for the Tadikim, it came ready cooked. I said to eat it. But for the Russia, then he had to prepare it in Tachno, and Tchina, and Lisha, and Bishel. Like the Bosak says. Tachno uh, Amvashakta Bafarav Ubishlub and they had to offer the bish or whatever it would be. So then they were the ones who had to do Malachas. And if that's the case, you think about an interesting thing. Why didn't the man fall on Shabbos? So that, that way the Rashaim would have something to eat. Zadikim wouldn't have any problem with the man on Shabbos. Would have fallen ready fresh khalas on their doorstep. Delicious. But no problem, just eat it. Not, but the Rashaim, they can't carry the man on Shabbos and they can't cook the man on Shabbos. They would have gotten stuck. And therefore, for the whole Klai Yisrael, the man falls on Friday. The whole Klai Yisrael, the man falls on Friday, and you have to, and it stays overnight. You keep an extra part of the month for Shabbos. Why? Because otherwise, the Rishonim are going hungry. What's the lesson you learn from there? Uh, <coughs> from there? Rishonim also enjoy Shabbos. Hashem gave Shabbos as a gift to Klai Yisrael. It's a gift for everybody. And if that's the case, even for a person not such a tzaddik, and they don't deserve to have the man delivered to their doorstep, but they still deserve to have Shabbos. And if that's the case, the man will fall every Shabbos that they'll have Shabbos too. A Russia doesn't lose Shabbos. He might have done things wrong, but as long as he's a Jew, which was a Matana, which was given to Klai Yisrael, as long as he's part of Klai Yisrael, you get it. We say this. You didn't get to the Gohim, but you gave it to Klai Yisrael. And if a person is part of Klai Yisrael, a Jew deserves Shabbos. Tzadik, Russia doesn't make a difference. A Jew deserves Shabbos. And therefore, no one went hungry on Shabbos. The man fell on every Shabbos, didn't lose Shabbos. And this is a big insight. And that is, don't take Shabbos. Hashem doesn't take Shabbos away, even for a Russia. And now, as a result in Chinuch, and that is, it's a it's a klal gadol. A child has to enjoy Shabbos, and to threaten the child, you going I'm going to take away your Shabbos nash if you don't behave yourself. Or if you don't be good, I'm not going to come to the Shabbos table. We don't punish for taking away Shabbos. We don't, Shabbos is something he deserves. He's a Jew. He deserves Shabbos. He looks forward to Shabbos all week. You can't take it away from him. Oh, there's something wrong with other punishments. But we, what's special for Shabbos is special for Shabbos. We don't take away someone's Shabbos. That we always have. And that's always a, a fallback. We see even other Marishan. Other Marishan ate from the Eitz on Friday. And for that, it's meant to get kicked out of Gan Eden. 
So when did he kick that? When did he kick, kick, kick that organism? On Matzah Shabbos. Why? Hashem doesn't find the Shabbos by taking away Shabbos. Shabbos he stole God, and therefore that's in your side. And that is that. Because uh, a person's meant to appreciate Shabbos as a something which is is always ours. We always have Shabbos. So something is given to us as part of Klal We always have Shabbos, and therefore, if you're going to punish a child by saying if you don't behave and taking Shabbos away from you, you it's, it's a, you're doing a negative. And the key is Shabbos is something which isn't always. It's only if you're good. So we're not meant to be like that. We're meant to, we don't, we're never meant to, we we never meant to feel we don't have a Shabbos. Whatever we've done, we have Shabbos. Yeah. Getting mental consequences. If a child is uh, is, is acting uh, inappropriate by the Shabbos table, or wild or whatever it is. Yes, I'm talking back. But I'm not punishing it. You can't come to the table. I'm not punishing you. I'm not going to give you Shabbos food. Yeah, but the, but the, the, this part of punishing, Rabbi Rabbi threw away. Like, I said, you, law, never should be, you never should punish a child. It's always be direct consequences. That's consequences, right? But the consequence can't be. I'm not going to. You're not. You're going to lose Shabbos. In other words, because you didn't behave, I'm not going to come to the Shabbos table tonight. I don't punish like that. Or uh, I give everyone, let's say everyone has the food they look forward to on Shabbos. Because you didn't listen to me, I'm going to take away your Shabbos treat this week. That you can't do. The consequence has to be something else. But not, not in a way where he loses skill what, what, what Shabbos is, what makes Shabbos special. Which I have, but I'm saying, what? Oh, this is going to be Because even if I'll say it's not Shabbos and, and, you, and you promise the child a treat, he, misbeha- he misbehaves, you, wouldn't, you would never say, oh, since you misbehave, you lose that treat that I promised you. What, what Shabbos is? So it's not going to the country. No. I'll explain. Let's say, uh, let, let's say I have a, uh, I buy a, whatever it is, chocolates for everyone in the family. Okay. Now, uh, this kid goes and takes the chocolate without permission. I buy him. That's he goes and steals the chocolate. So then the consequence would be, okay, you took yours now, I'm not going to give it to you later. So that normally that's a fair consequence. <laughs> if you took. Okay, so you already got it. So whatever else gets later, you're not going to get that's fair enough. But if it's only for Shabbos, I can't take away Shabbos. So I can't say, I'm not going to give you on Shabbos because uh, I can punish you some other way. I have to think of a different consequence. But to say, well, now, because of what you did, you're, not going to, you're going to lose out on Shabbos, so then uh, I'm destroying your Shabbos. Now that I can't do. Okay, so that's uh, the first point. The second point. That is, I, I make Shabbos time to look forward to by building up the expectation. But at the same time, once there's whatever the expectation that a person has, that's what they want on Shabbos, right? So then I never take it away from them. And then, but then the implication if it doesn't, they won't get it back. Yeah. Then I can't do. It. If it's if it's if that's the Shabbos treat, I can't take it away. If I want to give extras, beside that, something else. But uh, whatever whatever is considered to be the treat for Shabbos, it, 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 it would be tantamount. For example, so to, 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 to telling an adult that you know. If, if you didn't wake up for Shabbos every day in the week, you're going to have to get up early on Shabbos. You can't go to late to Shabbos. This is Shabbos. It's a different thing. It's not, it's not, it's not a punishment for Kira for the past. Shabbos is special. That, 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 that you, you, on Shabbos, you, do, you have Shabbos. It's, uh, they, they, we say, just like we see, there isn't a bit of Oynish on Shabbos. It was not meant to be like it. In Shema in Gehenim as well. Shem doesn't punish on Shabbos. And that, that's, not just, that's nothing to do with Shabbos. I'm giving a, a separate thing. It's another thing. Now, that's another point. And now, besides for not taking away what's special about Shabbos, there's another insight also. And that is, if, uh, it's not always shy with little, little kids, but as much as possible, don't punish on Shabbos. Because you don't want to associate Shabbos with something bad. 
and therefore that we said, even just like the din in the base din, the din needs to give Ainshim and Shabbos. Again, sometimes the person has to be restrained, little kid has to be restrained. He's being wild, he's being dangerous, he's doing whatever it is. Okay, so I have to stop him. But if the din of, I'm doing something as a kid or as a consequential punishment, so for a kid who's old enough to remember after Shabbos what he did, we'll deal with it after Shabbos. It's not, it's not good on Shabbos to make Shabbos something negative because then a person remembers being punished on Shabbos. That's a. I told you, it depends on the kid. If he, if he did, after Shabbos has forgotten everything, so then there's no point. Then maybe Shabbos have to deal with it. But a kid is old enough that after Shabbos I can, I can remind him. Remember you this today? Well, it wasn't right thing to do. So this is what you have to do about it. So then we leave it for after Shabbos. It's not meant to be. It's not meant to be that Shabbos is a day when a person gets scared of being or is unhappy because he's being punished. That's uh, the second point of how, to, of how not to ruin the atmosphere of Shabbos. Um, now, one last point, which again, maybe it's prevalent for some people more than other people, but it's, it's a point to mention, and let will finish the topic, and that is there are those people who have this idea that they want to go away by themselves for Shabbos. There's a couple and leave the kids by a neighbor, by a friend, by aunt, by, by a cousin somewhere. Uh, if there's a one soft sorry for such a thing or there's a real, really good reason for it, okay, it's, a, it's an exception. But people do that regularly to go to simchas by themselves and to, to find places for their kids to be so that they can go away for themselves for Shabbos, it's mamish not a good idea. It's mamish not a good idea. Firstly, most times the kids don't enjoy it. So then they, they start to dislike Shabbos. And secondly, if, if you're missing multiple opportunities to make a Shabbos something which you can use as an opportunity to mechanical Shabbos. Whereas if it's uh, the kids are always by somebody else's house for Shabbos because you, you, you've got enough of them and you want to go on vacation and leave them on their own, you, you, you're creating a, a negative atmosphere at the Shabbos and you're also creating a, 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 a situation where there isn't a chidduch for Shabbos because you, you're often enough not there that what they see in Shabbos is whoever's home they happen to be in that week. It's not the fact that Shabbos is a constant. Shabbos is something steady, something which, something which is they know what's coming and they look forward to it on a weekly basis. And every Shabbos becomes something completely different and it's, it's, it's not a, it's, it's not, it doesn't create that, that, that so to speak, constant which Shabbos is meant to be in a person's life. And going to someone else with your kids. That's different. That's different. You're with them, and then you're in charge of, the, of, of what they do. And you, 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 you can make the Shabbos for them. Even if you're going away to family for Shabbos as a family, so if the, 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 then you know what your kids like. And if there's a, if the, this, this is the, what they look forward to on Shabbos, I'll take it with me. And if this is the clothing they want to wear, I'll make sure they have it. And if this is, what they, the, this is the special time we spend on Shabbos, so even by someone else, I'll find the time to give it to my child. I can, I, I can make sure that it's, the Shabbos experience will be the same even for life right now at home. But then that's when we're still together as a family. Whereas if uh, the parents leave on their own, they leave the kids to whoever's going to host them. So then, again, if, so if there's a once of necessity, but once in uh, who knows how long, okay. But if it becomes a regular thing, then it becomes a, a something which undoes what the chinuch of a Shabbos is meant to be. The Chavetz Chaim said, finish with this, that Shabbos is what Shema Klai Yisrael has identity as Klai Yisrael. It's a... He gave the famous marshal of a store that sometimes you know, the stores are open, sometimes the stores closed. But uh, even if you come, you know, just lock, lock the doors, are locked, nights off. But okay, it's still still here, just right now it's closed. But uh, when you come and you see that the sign's gone and the, everything's empty, so you say, okay, the store's left. So the Chavit Chaim gave this marshal. He said, uh, Shabbos is the, is, the sign, is the sign. As long as uh, there's still a connection to Shabbos, 
So then, right now, maybe the person is, might not be doing the right thing, but the store is still here. He's still connected. Whereas, if, when a person loses the Shaykhus to Shabbos, it's Kedo, they've lost the Yishkat. And uh, we're not talking about kids losing the Shaykhus to Shabbos, but we're talking about the, the fact that Shabbos becomes something which is a major part of a person's, uh, you know, what a person's used to, a uh, constant in one's life. That makes, that makes Shabbos central, that makes the central fact, a feature of what we are as Yisrael. And even for little kids, uh, they can also say, like, how soon is Shabbos, when is Shabbos? Because once there's something to look forward to for Shabbos, then it becomes something which is always on a person's mind. It's a person they look forward by day by day. We look forward, we look, we're, we're waiting, we're looking forward to when Shabbos is going to be. Okay.